Hello and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities in collaboration with Texas Apartment Association Education Foundation Room to Grow podcast series. I'm that Kimberly and this is that Brian. <laughs> also known as Brian Crawford. We are here today at the MSH headquarters, Houston branch, to talk to Brian a little bit about how he got into the industry. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. I appreciate you joining me and letting me crash your offices. How are you? Babe? I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent. Awesome. So tell the audience, the listeners, a little bit about yourself and like where, you, where you're from, and then we'll go from there. I originally grew up in Illinois, and I wanted to be in sports, and that's kind of the industry that I started off on in college. Uh-huh. So what did you go to college for? I went to college for sport administration okay. at the University of Illinois. I wanted to be an athletic director for a long time at the college level, and that's kind of where I drove my career, and I've worked in several different places in Memphis, at, at Illinois, at Southern Illinois University. And my last stop was at the University of Houston uh-huh. before I came over to Maintenance Fly Headquarters. How did you find Maintenance Fly Headquarters? I was the Assistant Athletic Director for Development or Fundraising for the University of Houston Athletic Department. And the Maintenance Fly Headquarters president at the time, Rusty Pennick, was involved, that was his alma mater, and he was within my list of accounts. So mm-hmm. kind of got to talk to him about what maintenance supply headquarters is because I hadn't heard of it before. I was outside of the industry, which was interesting. I didn't know, living in an apartment, and I was at the time. You were an apartment renter at the time? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a double agent. That's why I, okay. <laughs> I live in, the, in an apartment and I'm in the apartment business. So, See, I had no idea where these apartment communities got their stuff. I just... I kind of thought it was there already <laughs> yeah. and they built it in and then nothing really happened. And if I had a problem, they'd fix it. And it never occurred to me that there were, you know, suppliers to the industry that were like maintenance supply headquarters. But at the time where I was really building a relationship with Rusty, I had had an interest in, in getting out of that industry. And I of the sports academic world. Yeah, I, w- I would call it more the sports and entertainment okay. industry. Academic has its place at the, at the university level, but we were doing different things. Okay. Right? And what we were driving towards was butts in the seats at, at the it. stadiums. Why were you looking to get out of that? My last year at the University of Houston, my team and I had, had been at or executed around 115 events. And that was outside of the normal workday. And that was... That's a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah, that was getting to be a lot. Uh-huh. It was a lot for me. It was a lot more for my fiance at the time. Mm-hmm. Now and wife. <laughs> now wife, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've been married for five years. Oh, so. congratulations. But looking back at it, I kind of made the decision that those events, and they get even more, as you go up the ladder in athletics, the more events that you have to attend mm-hmm. and the more outside things that you have to go to and the more travel that, that you have. and So that would be early in the morning, nights, and weekends, right? Well, it's the standard office hours, eight to five, but you know most sporting events, is, as mm-hmm. well as any entertainment, just at mm-hmm. all, you're talking nights, a lot of nights, a lot of weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, I was working football games and basketball games and, and baseball games, softball and soccer and volleyball. 
Yeah. It became quite a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So quality of life was definitely something you were wanting. So that's how maybe Rusty caught your attention. Yeah. I loved the environment. I love working in sports. There was never really an off season. Yeah. Like, you know, for the professionals working in the professional sports environment, mm -hmm. you have a season. Okay. And you're, you're, you're driving to it like the Astros right now. We're yeah. wrapping up this season. Yeah. Go Stros. Um, go Stros. Yes. <laughs> and then there's downtime before, you know, spring training come February and March and April when you really dig into the season. But from midsummer, as you get ready for football season and all the way through the end of baseball season is roughly, roughly the end of June. Mm -hmm. It's an all year round thing. Yeah. So so did Rusty tell you he had a position open? He just say you should come and check out the apartment industry altogether, or like how did he convince you to come and apply? I think I had said to him, maintenance by headquarters. What is maintenance <laughs> by headquarters? What do you guys What do you guys do? And it now looking back at it, it says it in the name. Yeah. But truthfully, I didn't know what that was, and he kind of went through his explanation of how maintenance by headquarters serves the apartment industry and mm -hmm. supplies maintenance, renovation, materials, and products, but offers a, a pretty high level of service. And that was something that as a fundraiser in athletics, that was something that we took very seriously as well as the customer service and the customer experience. Because you, mm -hmm. you're trying to treat your donors, contributors, ticket holders with the best possible experience. Mm -hmm. Because most times you're asking for donations for something that's kind of in the future or you're talking about donating to your student athletes yeah. education. And at the time he had, he'd really had a need to set up marketing. Uh -huh. And that was something that our group in the athletic department really got into is, is the meeting of the minds between our communications department, our fundraising department, our marketing department, ticket sales and fan experience. So all that was stuff that I had a really great deal of experience in. And one of the things that he was thinking that he was wanting to do was kind of merge all those different levels of the customer experience into some sort of position and department here at Maintenance by Headquarters. Called marketing. Called marketing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we didn't have that at the yeah. time. So it was interesting because I'm thinking about trying to get out of, of sports. And I didn't, I had no idea what to do because I'd started as a student worker in college my senior year mm -hmm. in athletics and I had no other outside experience mm -hmm. other than tending bar, which can get you X places. Well, it's great customer service. It's, there's a lot of people that get recruited. Yeah, you've been a yes, I have. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people in the multifamily space that have been recruited from whether it's bartending, the restaurant industry, yeah. hotels, hospitality, you know, like customer service is key right. in those, in those spaces. So. Absolutely. There's a lot of people. You were not the only one that was, but it's an interesting story how, you know, that connection, knowing him, you calling on him, I'm sure, yeah. making sure that everything was going well. And then for you to ask, hey, so what is this, you know, and why? And, and just getting you inquisitive. You yeah, because he had asked me back, what do you do? And I kind of went through the explanation. He, said, he kind of said, yeah, it sounds like we need somebody kind of like you. So if you, if you know of anybody within your department or know of anybody within the industry, that would be really good fit for what yeah. we're trying to do. Cause it sounds like we're trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Send them, send our, them way. our way. And then I'm kind of standing there going, 
how about this guy? So we had multiple conversations about what we wanted it to look like and kind of drew up a job description mm -hmm. from scratch. Mm -hmm. And we kind of said we'd take it a, a day at a time and step by step and build this out. And and how many years later is it now? Going on five. Going on five. And what what is your exact title? What do you do for MSH? Director of marketing okay. now. No. Um, Back then, what was your title? It Some was the same title. Marketing dude. It's our new marketing <laughs> Yeah. So it was kind of limited at the time because the one of the great parts about Maintenance by Headquarters and the way that marketing exists as a supplier partner in mm -hmm. the industry is our best form of marketing is is our sales reps at the communities. Mm -hmm. So how we get our message out, the most effective way that we do get our message out is is through those sales reps in the field. Mm -hmm. And the drivers as well, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Those touch points of customer service that mm -hmm. are very vital to any business, but most importantly within multifamily, aka apartments. So, so totally get changed since, yeah. since I started. I think the first thing that I was supposed to do was make a Facebook page for maintenance supply headquarters. Uh huh. And today we're working on a billion other things, yeah. too, which is great. And yeah. the team's gone from me to 11 of us. Uh -huh. you know, a couple of them are in the room right now staring at me. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I we wanted to see how much I'd trip over my words, I guess. No, you never do that. You do a great job. <laughs> so what do you love about what you do? So <laughs> I think what I get to do, I get to do so much. And I think our team has the ability to impact not just the people in our company, but the people that they serve. So I, I look at our, at our group, we serve our sales team and they serve our customers. Mm -hmm. And obviously they serve their residents, mm -hmm. but down to knowing what we, we can affect mm -hmm. by our operational system being set up for same day delivery. Mm -hmm. If you put in a work order at your apartment today, mm -hmm. if that maintenance, tech or maintenance lead puts in their request tomorrow for an order mm -hmm. by 10 o'clock, it's going to come tomorrow. And understanding all those things that we like, you know, our business is predicated for the most part on service. So mm -hmm. I, I believe in a great customer experience. I believe in what this company does in terms of the service level. And I, I think our team does a really good job at supporting that effort. That's awesome. Yeah. So you started, what was your first association or trade show or, <laughs> you know, state, national, whatever it was? What uh, was your first event? Do you well, it was, it was my first day, period, on the job. They what? sent me to NAA. Wow, that was not nice. Yeah, I was in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, okay, that's not bad. <laughs> Did oh, you go, cool? It was with all the national account managers, and of course, they knew all the people and I had no idea what was going on. So uh -huh. I hadn't really been formally trained on anything yet, but they're like, we want you to go and we want you to see what this looks like. Cause you're going to do this next year. Yeah. You're going to run it and, and help support this mm -hmm. initiative, which is great. I've learned a lot from just kind of being thrown into the fire. That's the biggest one to be thrown into the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the national. It was, national incredible. It was, it was yeah. such a huge initiative. There were so many people. Yeah. And it was great to see because I, I got to see firsthand, like the first day of how strong a relationship that mm -hmm. some of our national account managers have with their with their customers. Yeah. Especially really cool. a company that's been around mm -hmm. as long as y'all, for sure. And I tried to sponge as much as I could from all those people. Mm -hmm. They were really great teachers. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. What about your local? What was the first local association? 
or event or anything that you um i remember going to the fall sponsorship auction selections for the houston apartment association uh-huh. that was kind of really my first deal and i was kind of thrown into the hey you're gonna bid on this stuff like the chili cook-off and all that stuff um, how was that i had a great time uh-huh. like i'd never done an auction before so you're like, let's spend money. Number one. <laughs> yeah, I, I went over budget. I bet you Amanda loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout she out to him. Yeah. Uh, my boss at the time did not. Oh. Even have any fan of that. <laughs> I got so excited because I wanted to win the things. The things. <laughs> I wanted to win all the things, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to win. <laughs> That's the key. That's, I won. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> Shout out to Amanda right. Shavondi. So how many local associations does MSH do business with or are involved in? Oh, great question. I think we're about 85. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and growing. Okay. We're opening several new markets in the next couple of years. That's the strategy. Yeah. Our strategy is when we go to market, we will purposefully join the local and state apartment association. Why do you purposely do the local? What we believe in as a company overall is that that we're meant to be the guide to help be the strategist for our customers. Mm-hmm. And we believe whether it's through education or involvement or having the opportunity to be part of the, the trade shows or any of the other events, we believe in making sure that our customers always have the right knowledge base, always get the right education and understand what's going on in the industry, industry mm-hmm. changes, local legal changes. And the, the best and only way for us to do that is to be involved in, in those associations. Yeah. It's who we serve. Yeah. There's not another opportunity for normally to have as many customers as we can all in one place all at one time. Yes, for so sure. There's a sales element to it, but, um, but, but you're not selling, you're building relationships, you're absolutely. networking, you're like, for instance, if it's, you know, going to your local, you know, your state capital doing, right. or the, you know, the walk on the hill and whatever you're fighting. You people representing yeah. You're representing mm-hmm. and you're supporting the industry that supports or the people that support you and the livelihood, you yeah, know, but locally, we get involved because it's an opportunity for us at the local level because we have local sales representatives in each market, mm-hmm. right? And we also have national account managers in, that cover multiple markets. And we have a GM that usually covers one primary market and a few secondary markets as mm-hmm. well. But they need to have a great understanding of what's going on in, in their their market. Oh. It's, uh, yep, and that's the only way they're going to get it is if they if it's, they it's our best, mm-hmm, best get involved. Resource. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. So, what would you tell somebody about multifamily and why they should look at having a career in multifamily? I've never met a collectively across the industry a more solid group of people. Mm-hmm. You know, that includes people that work at our company and maintenance supply headquarters. But everybody that you meet around the industry, no matter what company or what's if they're management or supplier yeah, side, yeah. yeah, there's tons of great people, yeah, all over the industry. There's some weird ones, but uh, mostly great. And mostly work in, <laughs> in our department. But, <laughs> what? I think it's the the people. Yeah, there's a really quality level of people throughout the country mm-hmm. that I've met, and you know our mo is to build relationships. And I've been introduced to tons of great customers of ours that really they're absolutely wanting the best for their company Mm -hmm. and their their people and their teams Mm -hmm. and they're driving towards that constantly 
mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. And it's not, it's not from a selfish standpoint, but from a, we can continue to improve the industry standpoint. Yeah. And I love that about this. Industry. Yeah. Evolve. You must mm -hmm. evolve or you will die. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree. After you 15, love this I do too. Yes. After How 15, long have you been doing this? 15 years. So what was the best advice that you were ever given by whether it's somebody in this industry or somebody in the industry before, you know, whatever it is that really made an impact on you. Okay. So the best piece of advice that was given to me was by my grandpa. And uh -huh. it was always to, to always ask for advice because in his version of it was really, you don't know everything. Mm -hmm. You think you know everything, but mm -hmm. you don't know everything. And it's kind of compounded when you get older and learn more from your experiences, you realize that you don't. Yeah. But I think what he was really trying to Instill, say in and, that yeah, and get was you to... that you have to learn from other people's experience. Yeah. And when you do that, you compound your experience and do double and triple time with the people that you meet and the people that you surround yourselves with. So mm -hmm. I like that piece of advice. Mm -hmm. It's funny because the, the advice is actually going to get more advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, because you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't ask, how are you going to find mm -hmm. out, right? Exactly. It's just the way, you know, just because it's on the internet yeah. doesn't mean it's true. So put it in the Googleizer. <laughs> I agree. The Googler, as some people I know call it. So how can folks, you know, connect with you, get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you and MSH? You can send me an email. Okay. Brian.Crawford mm -hmm. at SupplyHQ. Com. Okay. That'll be put into the show description. Are you on the LinkedIn as my boyfriend? I am on the LinkedIn and I'm on the Facebook. <laughs> I'm going to get everybody right. to say it like right. that. <laughs> I love it. So that's awesome. And I really appreciate you joining me here today. And, my pleasure. and for all those listening and or watching, if Brian's advice or his story resonates with you, you find value in it, please share it with a friend, maybe tag your friend in the comments, but definitely keep watching Room to Grow. Stay tuned for next week's episode because there's always more room to grow. And I appreciate you, Brian, for being on Industry Celebrities and T-A-A-E-F Room to Grow series. Thanks again. Bye. Thanks. Bye.